Whitaker Art. Somewhere. Yeah, at Brett Whitaker Art on Instagram. I don't have a website, but that's one place you can contact me. You can Google my name and I'll come up uh, for hire on a site called Thumbtack as well. Already I've, uh, I've kind of learned something new because I think I just thought all murals were just painted right there onto the side of a building, but here you are making the mural in the studio that's yeah. going to be uh, taken out. That's I'm always about what if, like you know, this is, uh, there's new landscaping here. There's not really a good spot to put a lift. Can I take this to my studio? If they say, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, let's do it. Because it's, it's so much easier. I don't have to worry about rain or weather. Let, let's start right with this image. It looks like sort of like a, it's a collage maybe of different images. So I'm from Belvedere. Okay. And they started to catch wind that I'm doing murals now. And there's a city of murals and I've always wanted to do one there. And... They contacted me, I think, late last year and said, I think we have one for you. Come take a look at the spot. Here's what we're thinking. The Boone County Fair is a very big thing um, for Belvedere and Boone County. Mm -hmm. And we want to do something about the history of it. So that's what they said to you? That's all they said to me. Something about the fair. <clears throat> and then you... So I research. I go to the museum, which is in Belvedere also. And they were very resourceful with images and information about it. And I compose this digitally on my iPad Pro here. Yeah. This, this is all stuff you found in the museum. Do you want to describe what, what we're looking at here? Yeah. Um, I mean, I grew up going to Boone County Fair. Rides, of course. Um, they have a huge like outdoor showroom of John Deere tractors and a lot of other brands. So tractors have to be represented. One of my favorite things, you know, agriculture is big. So you always see pigs, cows, uh, horses, everything. One of my favorite things was the pig races. Mm -hmm. You know, they race around the track you for Oreos. You get two pigs. Uh... Yeah, and they're, they're obviously in a race. They got the racing numbers on. They look happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that made it into the mural. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see racing pigs as a kid? Like, oh, yeah. That's something that okay. we'd never miss. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So when it's done, it's not going to look like photographs like that. It's going to be your drawing of it, correct? Right. Yeah. I mean, this is digital. Mm -hmm. That's just what I'm going from. Okay. That's the composition. And I'll get it as close to that as I can. Okay. I'll make it nice and sharp in here. What building is it going on? I don't know if it has a name, but it's right on State Street, downtown Belvedere. Okay. And it backs up to Buchanan, but it faces west, and there's a large parking lot there, so there's nothing in its way. You can see it as you're coming up State Street. Oh, great. Yeah. About the, the composition I see on the iPad, there's kind of like a grid grid lines on there but then on the mural there's no grid so yeah. how does that uh, work when you're kind of transferring from your idea on the ipad here to the full piece yeah good question i i can actually shoot this image to my digital projector that's around the corner and in here i'm a little uh there's some things in the way but uh <laughs> there's ways to slant the uh um the aspect of the image too and get it right on there Line it up, and then uh, whatever I'm ready to draw in, just draw that in at the time, paint that, and then go 
we're working in layers here, so I did the background first, obviously. So I'm just stacking. I think the ribbon is the next thing I'm going to do. Because that's in front of that, and that's in front of that. Mm. Put the right color in the right place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put the right um, color okay. in the right place. Yeah. Can you Simple as that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's often what I say Distilled. when people ask me, how do you do that? <laughs> Put the right color in the right place. When you're actually doing it on the side of a building, mm -hmm. what's the pro how different is the process? Are you able to project onto the side of a building as well? I do do a lot of night sessions. Yeah. Yeah, the first session will be well, once it's primed. Show up at night and make it, you know, maybe there's a street light sometimes, you know. You right. might have to go up there with a lift and put a bag on it or something. Oh, wow. Make it nice and dark. Yeah. Yep. And how and do you... Sometimes shooting from across the street, depending on the aspect or the size of the wall. Mm -hmm. What was What's the biggest wall that you've done? Well, I just did a gigantic piece in Michigan yeah. that consisted of nine walls. Wow. It was a grain mill. Uh -huh. So it had three lower buildings. Um, some half silos, some full silos up top. So I projected many different times, yeah. you know, from many different angles. It all had to look good from one spot, like the intersection. Right. So that was tricky, but... Um, Do you I, have a crew in that case, or is it just you? It's usually just me. Uh, yeah. How long did that take? It's like a long, like a marker on a long pole yeah. sometimes, <laughs> or, or actually get up there with the lift. Yeah. Well, how long did that take you, that, that giant one? I was in Michigan from May 1st to the 25th. So basically a month. So it was a good, yeah, three weeks. That seems fast to me. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's all about game plan with me. Uh -huh. you know, really like having a checklist each day and just, mm -hmm. just doing that. Because I can really get, um, my ADHD can really get the best of me if I don't have a plan. Sure. Do you... Uh, have an idea for what the image is going to be. When does that come in the process? Or do you, have you ever just looked at a wall and thought <laughs> that needs a bee with a flower? Or like, how does he, how do you do it? Yeah, before going into design process, I will go to the site and kind of look and see what's around and what's going to look good here. Where what area of the wall should I focus on more? Uh -huh. Or what colors are going to look good in this landscape? It's always best to be there in person first. So you do try to go with a blank canvas to use a horrible metaphor. But like it, yeah. that's, that's the idea in your head, just, just to look at the environment and then... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With this piece, it didn't have much going on around it. And um, I really, I, I thought that that wall was really wanting some symmetry. And mm. I like designing with symmetry too. So I went with like, you know, this diamond and... You have to think of balance, too. There's a circle here. Well, I'm going to balance it with that circle over there and put this, if this content's here, put enough content where it feels in balance over there. Have you ever, like, <laughs> stood by one of your finished products and just watched people as they walk past and yeah. see what their response is? What, have you, what, have, mm -hmm. what kind of responses have you You get lots of responses while you're painting it, too. That's, oh, yeah, <laughs> I can see that, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's like, you know, I want to... I hope people know it's going to look bad before it looks really good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like the steps along the process. I, yeah. Maybe that's why it works so fast. Like I want to get it done so it doesn't look bad or get past this step so it doesn't look bad. Right. People are like, what's going on there? I'm not sure about that. Yeah. But, it's got to be nice being in here not having the, count, the you know, the yeah, gallery case, making sure. comments. Though yep. it really looks a little blank in the corners. You yep. might want to put something <laughs> Exactly. How about two pigs right over there? Oh, good idea. <laughs> really tie it together. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, with the uh, uh, creative here in Rockford, they will uh, throw a party at your mural afterwards. 
which has been done a few times for me. So nice. you get to hear, you know, people, you know, I'm there. I get to talk on the mic for a second, but then meet a lot of people and, yeah, you know, usually given good words. I mean, a, you know, a mural is such, you really are interacting with the public. It's really public art. Has anything yeah. ever surprised you? Um, have you seen your mural in a photograph or something, like in a crime scene or something, like something disturbing? <laughs> well, um, I get tagged in in photos on Instagram and yeah. whatnot all the time. Okay. For murals I have all over the country. Right. Yeah. So they just, they know you've done it or they've seen... Could... Make sure to put your name oh, on yeah. it. Yeah. Where do you sign I it? put my at Brett Whitaker Art usually in the bottom right okay. somewhere. Yeah. What other ones do you have around the, around town? Uh, in 2019, I did a large, like, two-and-a-half-story uh, oreo for the Audubon Little Society. One. yeah. Yeah, I did the big orange bird. Yeah. It's around yeah. the corner from Coronado. That was one of my first around here, and then I did two for them in uh, 2021. One was... <laughs> one doesn't exist anymore. It was on a big curved top building, and it was kind of a roof, not a wall. It was a vinyl roof, hmm. a record store up in Loves Park. And then a year later, it burned down. Oh. But that was one I really loved. Oh, no. <laughs> what was it? It had a 35-foot uh, turntable on it oh. and, a, and a stack of, like, the owner's favorite records oh, and a large, larger-than-life hand setting the needle on the record and... It said Love's Park and like the sound bars and whatnot. Oh, neat! It's a hundred foot mural. Yeah. But then the, a year later, on the same, on the same side of the street, same street, um, a little further south, I did a, hundred and ten foot long mural and got to get very colorful with it. And I used a hundred and four colors hmm. on it. And it says Love's really big. Oh. Not to be like design design base, and you can see you can tell that. The word is in there if you look at it long enough, but it was just opportunity to get very diverse with colors. Your studio has tons of uh, cans of spray paint everywhere. Yeah. I've noticed. Is that your your main uh, medium? Yeah, I would say yeah. Mm-hmm. On some of the large murals with background colors, large areas of color, I will use bucket paint as I call it, and I still don't like to use brushes or rollers. I feel like a lot of the buildings I'm working on are, are they're brick, so it's a very rough surface. Yeah. And that can kill your shoulders rolling it and brushing it. You're going to have to dab all day long, and it takes forever. So I have guns, paint guns, pulling out a, a Graco, put a canister of paint there, and it just fires like a, a straight line of paint. And you can cover a lot of surface and get in every nook and cranny quickly with this. Right. And I can use a fine tip on it and actually get pretty accurate. These spray cans come with several different spray tips. Mm-hmm. So this is a ultra fine tip. So I can get, you know, it almost looks like a marker if I wanted to. Super thin, like not a very dusty edge line. Pretty uh-huh. tight. So they're specialized tips like this. What other tools does a muralist use? What's the right, is that the right term, muralist? Yeah. Okay. This is a very important tool. I was just telling Nicole about this. This is a dollar twenty-five at uh, Dollar Tree. Yeah. This is a, a 20, of... 20 by thirty piece of foam board. Foam board. I use the heck out of these. Is that like your straight edge there? Exactly. Ah. Yeah, you can just take out cut like a curve like this on a brick wall or something. You know, if I'm using spray paint, there's very little travel on on brick. 
like mm-hmm. on a smooth drywall surface, if you spray something towards it, it'll it'll dust out a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's hard to get a sharper edge. But on brick, like it, it lands and it doesn't have room to like go. Hmm. So on a very sharp piece with a lot of straight lines, which I do a lot, I will use this for the whole piece, and use spray. I'm not gonna actually. Well, I do spray right along the side of it and get a super sharp. That's a perfectly sharp line. So I'll do a full mural using this instead of like masking tape. Does spray paint, uh, does it last longer outside? Is it more durable than using another kind of paint? Um, Talk about that. The paint that I use is a specialized paint for exterior and it's marketed um, greatly to like the uh, street art scene of the world and both of the companies that I use they're both oddly called Montana but they're from Europe but these these come in like 200 colors so very diverse and it's a different product from your hardware store spray paint here um, which is mostly enamel but these are acrylics 100% acrylic is the best you can use um, so the sun won't fade it how do you feel about just, I mean, Rockford has really embraced murals. Yeah. Uh, Belvedere has been the mural city for a while now. Yeah. Um, and we're just seeing more and more. We're thinking about, let, we need to make a map where people can find all these murals. Yeah, I think um, how do you feel like about, that probably exists. Yeah. How do you feel about your, your art style mm-hmm. being so popular now? Oh, I love it. I mean, it's great for, I kind of, I kind of feel like it's a bubble. It, it could burst, but murals are hot. Mm-hmm. You know, this last five years especially. Seems like every town is getting on board with this type of thing. I think it's great. It just, it puts a new, it gives the town a new paint job, if you will. <laughs> Bringing some TLC to a neighborhood where it's old brown buildings, you know, um, needs a little facelift. Uh, the community comes out for it. You know, there's a show of force and a show of uh, positivity and uh, positive movement. Yeah, a lot of them are culturally significant to the neighborhoods and makes people feel good about their neighborhoods, I think. Yeah. And for me, I live here and to be able to work right here and not have to travel two hours for work, that's great. Yes. <laughs> My family can come out and visit me while I'm working. So if, I think we're going to take a walk around and look at some murals. Do you, do you like direct us, like tell us what, what should we look for and um, maybe... Uh, if you were our tour guide, what would you say that we should look... If we were going to look at a mural... Let me rephrase this. You cut all that out. Okay. <laughs> so like, if we, when we walk around and look at a mural, what, what would a, somebody with an eye look at? What, what am I looking at? That's much worse. Does it look good? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is it big? I like really big murals. There's, okay. a, so, sorry. there's a brand new beautiful floral mural right across the river. I mean, Nicole, she can show you the hot ones right down here. Okay. You know, within walking distance. Yeah. My name's Nicole Blau. We had our first mural painted in 2018, just as kind of to help beautify downtown and bring some color and vibrancy. Okay. Um, it was so well received that we developed a whole program behind it. Okay. Um, so in 2019 is actually when the whole creative program um, birthed. Okay. And you're and also just for fun. Yes. Spell creative because I know that's got a creative okay. spell. Okay. So creative is spelled C-R-E, the number eight, and the Roman numeral five. So it looks like I-V. 
obvious. I shouldn't even have asked. It was so clear. Lots of plays on words there. Okay. Yeah. And what's your and your position is? The, I'm the destination development events manager. Okay. You were just telling us that you, 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 the first mural you got such a big response, and then and how many are there now? Yeah. So we've done 32 projects in four seasons. Give us the genesis of, of a mural. Do you, do you see the wall first? Do you Absolutely. See um, yeah. So most of our walls are decided prior to. Um, and then we'll match an artist uh, based on a number of you know variables. Uh, if they've done that large of a wall before, um, you know what neighborhood it's in, that kind of thing. Uh -huh. um, and then really we have a conversation with the artist, the sponsor, the wall owner um, to kind of see what might fit in that particular area. That wall right there is crying for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting because there's a lot of walls we can't paint. So we are currently in the historic district um, of downtown. Um, so there are a lot of buildings that are untouchable due to historic um, natures. Okay. So um, another reason why we might not paint a wall is because perhaps the brick is crumbling. Um, there needs to be new tuck pointing. Um, it's already been painted over and it needs to be sandblasted. So there's a lot of reasons why we might not paint a wall. Right. Um, if it's a government building, we can't paint that. So there definitely is a lot that goes into it, not just, like, oh, they're, you know, that could look pretty. Um, so we kind of, you know, for instance, this brand new building behind us is gorgeous. We'd rather have the architecture be really pretty and keep that way uh, versus, you know, a building that might need a, some color is this opposite side here. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if the building's brand new, we're probably not going to paint it um, until it needs a little love in the, in the future. Um, this is the one I told you that kind of helped birth our program. So in 2018, uh, this blue mural here at the corner of East State and First Street um, is done by Kelsey Montague. So we figured with the, the pocket park here, uh, we thought it was a great backdrop. Uh, we added some table seating and things like that for people to gather, enjoy public art, grab a coffee, come sit down, things like that. Yeah. So you can people see- People are you, enjoying it right now. Absolutely, yeah, you can see, you know, you can sit in the swing over there. You can sit on the tire swing. You can pretend to climb the ladder. Uh, we actually host a Christmas festival in the wintertime called Stroll on State, mm -hmm. and one of our secondary Christmas trees is over here. And so people will come visit the Christmas tree, take pictures with the mural and the tree, so it's kind of fun. So it's not just a summertime thing, it's an all-year-round type of thing. Mm -hmm. So we have quite a few here at this corner. We didn't plan on it, but it worked out because there's a lot of wall space. <laughs> this wow. is the corner of 2nd Street and State. Um, and there are three on this corner. So we have this one behind us here. This was an artist out of Indiana. Um, this was one of our, let's see, I think this was 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he, his design, he incorporated the vines into the design. So this wall was a unique project for us because typically we'll prime the whole wall first and then the artist will paint over that prime. Um, we did not prime it because he wanted to leave that negative space. And when I say negative space, that's just that blank brick behind there. Um, so he played with the vines and the living uh, art, if you will, uh, with his design. His name is Chris Silva, um, and he was one of our, our first artists we had in town. And then on the other corner here, uh, this mural was done by Molly Z. Um, so opposite effect, we have the whole building primed and painted, and then Molly comes in over it. Um, she is, she does community projects, so she wanted, you know, folks to come out and help. Um, it's basically like a paint by number situation, so it's very foolproof. 
you don't have to have any artist abilities. You know, it could be simple Simon, no big deal. So she um, had a team with her actually, and then had a few hands on, on you know, to kind of help fill in the, the lower sections. Obviously there's a lift involved and things like that. But cool. So people could just come up and grab a brush. Yep, and yep, kind of awesome. come over and it's more of a planned type of thing yeah. um, that we'll have to, you know, reschedule. And then um, up above social over there, um, that is a local group called Fatherless. Um, this was the one that Brett was also talking about. So it has the call letters of the airport, RKFD, labeled out in sign language. Huh. So that was really cool. Um, Fatherless actually has another mural at the other end of state, just past Winnebago as well. And they just have a super unique um, style and we love using local artists. Um, if we can support the local arts community at all, we'd love to and bring them all in. Um, but yeah, so this corner is full. <laughs> Hey, don't just take it from us though. Go out and check out the murals around your town. Send us some pictures of your favorites over to rocks at niu.edu. Over there, you can also send us a message and let us know what interesting people, places, or murals we should visit next. Thanks so much for joining us on this show and a special thanks to Brett Whitaker for letting us stop by his studio and to Nicole Blau of Creative. Under Rocks is produced by Dan Libman, Susan Stevens, and myself, Spencer Tritt. Dan Libman's brand new book is out now. His most recent collection of fiction is titled Book of Grudges, and it's available now on Amazon or wherever you get books. Big congratulations goes out to him. Thanks so much for joining us this time around, and we'll see you next time for more exploration here on Under Rocks.